Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's the Yesterday's Hero. I'll just see you again. Um, we're looking at the 1979 classic film Yesterday's Hero. Um, and where are we at? We're at the semi-final of the Cup. And it's Hamilton United versus the Saints, who of course Rod Turner has just signed for uh, a club owned by Clint Simon, played by Paul Nicholas. Rod Turner, of course, played by the mighty Ian McShane. And um, they're in the semi-final. We talked a little bit about some of the footage of the semi-final. It's really, really good. It seems to be like a real football match, but the players in it seem to be the actors. It's Often yeah. you can tell when they've they've made footage they've blended it haven't they they have close-ups of the actors yeah i mean um... that's that's the thing about this film is that like you know obviously we have a laugh doing this because rod turner is a funny character but like there are things about this film that are so special and in a way because we're having a laugh about it people might think that it's sort of naff but there are certain things about it not least the performance of ian mcshane Hmm. and the action sequences that are so fucking authentic that yeah. people have tried to put football on TV and in films many times and with real mixed results. Mm. But certainly the action sequences are always the hardest bit in any football film. Yeah. And I don't know, there's not a huge amount you can find about the making of this film online. But considering that it was made by an American director who I don't think had a huge amount of knowledge of soccer, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's fucking amazing, the football he sequences. He, he didn't get back to your request to be interviewed, did he? No, about he didn't. this film, his loss, his fucking loss. I'm gonna try some that. other avenues. I think I went via Twitter. Right. He might not be logging on to Twitter much. Mm. He might be one of those characters. He's not like he's quite elderly. I might try another way. I go through the Directors Guild of America. Yeah, that's probably the best place to start. Yeah, um, just give him give him a ring. They'll probably put you through. They've got a switchboard. They'll put you through they, any director. They, I'm not joking. They do. When I used to do interviews around films and stuff like that, that yeah. was, I mean, this this was a long time ago. There might be a better system now. But back then, I used to fucking, you know, because I, I wrote a lot of, like, makings of. So I did a yeah. deep dive articles, making of airplane, making of rollerball, stuff like that. I just fucking ring up Directors Guild of America. And there was a switchboard. I'd go... I'm trying to get in touch with 
like the Zucker brothers, which is one of my favourite ever. Hold right? the line, just putting you through now. No, and they go, okay, here's the nut, and they give me like three numbers, like the agent, the publicist. And I was quite young, yeah. you just like go, oh, all right, and then you just fucking write up a letter, fax it to them. Mm-hmm. And then later that night, or maybe you'd come in in the morning because they'd been mm-hmm. they'd received the fax after you'd gone home. Be a fax back, going, yeah, fine. What time yeah, do you want to chat, not? mate? Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, fuck it. I got interviews with James Khan like that. Fucking that would nice. have been not the Directors Guild, though. It would have been something else. But same sort of actors, deal. Actors Guild. Yeah, yeah, actors just sit. Actors and directors sort of like sitting about. You think they're always glamming it up somewhere, actoring about. But sometimes yeah. the older ones, they're just fucking sat about at home, just resting. They want someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah, some daft cunt writes them a letter saying, I think something that you made 30 years ago is fucking amazing and I want to talk to you about it in detail. And they go, yeah, all right, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, I like talking about myself, so yeah, I'll do it. exactly. I mean, if you think about it, I see a therapist once a week and I pay them to mm. just basically listen to me talk about myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah. this way they're going, what, you've you're going to do well. it and I don't have to fucking pay you. Yeah, fine. Um, what about the Towns Women's Guild? Is that a similar thing? If you want to get through a Towns, a Towns Woman. Yeah, the Towns Women's them. Guild. Is that, not, is that not still a thing? That used to be a thing. It was on uh, um, an episode of Monty Python, wasn't it? The Towns Women's Guild. I'm just looking at it now. It's still a thing. The Towns Women's Guild is a leading women's social group in the UK. Mm. Our Whoa. members enjoy a lifetime, that's lifetime of, get this, friendship and fun. Now, what could be better than that? I don't know how many members they've got now, but I think they used to be bigger in the 1970s and 1980s, but they've got um, branches all across Britain. Find your local guild. Let's have a look and see if we can. Obviously, I'm not a woman. So this isn't going to be applicable to me, but um, I could put any women that I know that are local in touch. You, you oh, uh, yeah, Sunderland, Towns Women's Guild. You could meet uh, some nice widows there, mate. I'd have to hang around outside. I wouldn't be allowed in. But Unless they you dressed meet. up as a woman. Oh, well, that's what Monty Python did, wasn't it? They all dressed right. up as women, famously, quite a lot. Uh, St. Chad's Hall, Church Hall. Cairnside, Sunderland, East Harrington, um, SR3, 3LT. That's near where Jordan Henderson grew up. Right. Don't know if that's got anything to do with it. Every fourth Tuesday of the month, every fourth Tuesday of the month, 1pm to to 3pm. It's only two hours a month, isn't it? Sounds all right, that. Guilds are like, guilds just another word for union, really, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of the film um, The Wizard of Oz. I am. I think it's one of the funniest things who I've isn't? ever fucking seen in my life. And there's those little fellas who come at the beginning when she first rocks up. Do you know them? The Lollipop Guild. We represent yeah. the Lollipop Guild. Yeah. You know those lads. Yeah. Pretty tough, tough lads. So I think being in a guild is quite a kind of cool thing. Should we be in a guild? Should we start a guild? The Podcasters Guild of, yeah. of the UK and Ireland. There's not, I bet there isn't one. And we could we could decide right. who's in it and who's not in it. No, but there'll be there'll be one that we'd never be invited to. That's for the posh yeah, kids. Probably you know? fucking fucking Jonty's probably set one up. Yeah, Jonty Jonty Maguire and fucking Tavister Tavistock Smith Davis, and uh, yeah, they won't invite us no to that. So we'll have to set up our own one, won't we? That's fine. Mm. 
I'm well into this. Sorry, I'll stop reading about that now. We'll get back to um to the film. Uh, yeah, so it's the semi-final. The footage is really good. Um, people are listening on the radio because it's not live on TV. The fellas in the workmen's club, including Rod's dad, are listening. Um, chattering away. One of them goes, "Shut up! I can't hear the commentary." And the boys in the boys' home are listening with a nun supervising. It's probably the nun's radio. Um, at the match itself, Clint Simon is there. Cloudy Martin, who is his um, muse. I don't know what you describe companion. Muse, muse in a way. Yeah. Yeah. He wants it to be his squeeze, but she's not going to be his squeeze. He's just his muse. Mm. Big difference. Uh, and they're watching it behind. Um, sort of like a darkened glass and we see the match reflected in the glass which is a nice touch um on the field uh rod has a good chance he he fans the ball through his legs and then turns and gets it back from his teammate but he blasts it over the bar from about eight yards out great early opportunity for for rod and uh jake marsh the manager played by adam faith who, of course, fucking hates uh, Rod Turner, shakes his head in disgust. Um, But then Saints get the first goal. They get a goal, and it's um, Jenkins or some fucker. I can't really make it out. John Motson on commentary, of course. Which is good. Um, And Rod gets the second. There's a low cross into the box, and Rod turns it in. Jubilation at the boys' home. Jubilation at the Working Men's Club. All is good. 2-0. Half-time. Saints look to be on their way to Wembley. And Rod's got himself a goal. So he's repaired the faith in him that uh, Clint Simon had. Half-time. All the players go to the dressing room. And they all pick up from the middle on the table a piece of orange. Yeah. A segment of orange. Lovely Just like stuff. in the olden days. Yeah. I've got pictures of my... I guess it was probably about my 11th birthday. Um, right. And we, 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 a football match down at Dogshit Park. And uh, <laughs> and it, uh, and there's all, all of us at half-time eating orange segments that my mum's dished yeah. out to us all with massive big yeah. smiles on our faces. Whoa, orange! Orange is all around! Good old Sam's <laughs> mum! Fucking hell, imagine that these days. If I gave my kids, if I gave my son and his mates a segment of fucking orange, they'd be like, what the fuck's that, cunt? (laughs) (laughs) You're some kind of nonce. What is this? (laughs) What the fuck is this? An orange and not even a fucking old one. Some orange you fucking tampered with and chopped up. It's a fucking piece. A piece of fucking orange. A piece of some fucking fruit. And I'll tell you what else I'd think. I'd go, well, I bought the oranges, so you go, don't be daft. Fruit's free. You don't have to pay for fruit. <laughs> yeah, no, you fucking do. Oh, what next? Pay for water. Pay for air. <laughs> I mean, oh. yeah, this is what happened back then. You got a piece of orange at half time. There was no nutritional. Arsene Wenger, of course, abandoned and, and abolished uh, oranges, didn't he? He brought in pasta and uh, Not half time, surely. Half time oh, pasta. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Pasta before the match. Pasta at half time. Fuck yeah, me. pasta, pasta, pasta. Sure he did. Nutter. Maybe he didn't. So yeah, they all have a bit of orange. Um Rod goes into the boot room to clean some mud off his boots. 
Uh, he's got some kind of tool that he uses. And one of the other players, one of the other players comes in and says, "Great goal, Rod! It's great to have you with us." And Rod goes, "I'm shattered." <laughs> <laughs> Again, so authentic. Of That's the thing about this thing. Yeah. I mean, Jackie Collins somehow has just got it fucking nailed on, hasn't she? Yeah. She's, she's got the voice. Totally. I mean, how on earth did Jackie Collins like fucking get this voice so perfect? That's exactly what he would say. Do you know? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, well, he'd we, probably we, say I am fucked. Yeah, we've you know suspected that George Best might have been hanging around the pool yeah. in Bel Air when she was writing this, so she might have got some ideas from him because it feels very Bestian. Yeah, for nineteen seventy nine, after he'd been playing, who was he playing for? Was it the Lakers or something like that? But um, yeah, I'm shattered. And then this is a great bit. This is great. He. Um, leaves the boot room and he goes back into the main dressing room and he furtively gets his his half bottle of scotch out of his coat pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Opens it up and takes a swig. Great swig of that. That's right. That, that, I'm all fucking thirsty off that orange. I better have some <laughs> scotch. Hang <laughs> uh, about, that's a screwdriver, isn't it? Oh, maybe not. What's that orange of whiskey? Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll call it a rod. <laughs> call it a rod special <laughs> takes a swig and I'll tell you what we're going to call this a horsey ride that's the name of that cocktail yeah. horsey ride it's fresh orange <laughs> squeezed straight from the bit with some scotch <laughs> what, you, can, what you do is you mix you, it you in get, your mouth you don't fuck you about with your, the glass you get, you, you get your segment of orange and you do that thing where you put it across the front of your teeth so it looks like it's your false teeth it's very funny <laughs> So you're starting, you're starting with an air of jollity, aren't you? Because you're having, you're having fun <laughs> with the orange. That, hilarious. As, as a fun cocktail. So you put the orange in there and then you get the scotch and you say, you kind of filter it through the orange. You suck, <laughs> suck juice out the orange at the same time as you suck the whiskey. And it's and you create right. a vacuum with your mouth. <laughs> a scotch vacuum. That's, and that's a, a that's a horsey ride. It's as simple as that. It could be simpler. Anyone can drink it. Kiddies, old people, anyone that can fit an orange segment in their mouth can enjoy the horsey ride. Lads, yeah. lasses, you can have a night out. Everyone's having horsey rides. It's just guaranteed good time. Good times, good fun for all and sundry. Oh. Um. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I am tired. I'm very tired. How long have we got before the second half? Have I got time for a little nap on that table in the boatroom? I just just need five minutes just to shut my eyes. How long are half times these days? Because they used to be quite short, but now I'm pretty sure they're long, aren't they? (laughs) Have they had some time on? Is it 15 minutes now? It must be 10. I'll, I'll just, I'll just curl, I'll, I'll just curl up with a ball in the corner. You'll do your tape talk. I'll have my eyes shut, but I'll not be asleep. I'll just be, I'll just be resting my mind. I'll it'll, still listen. It'll be going in. Don't worry, be going in my head. What you say? Honest, I'm still, I'm, still, I'm very attentive. Jalapeno. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. So Jake um, darts across, grabs the bottle of scotch from Rod, chucks it onto the floor, smash! And he shouts, you stupid bastard! And there's a bit of a scuffle. Rod mm. spins fucking uh, Jake round and gets him up against the wall. It's not happening this. Uh, Jake says, if I had the talent you had, I wouldn't have pissed it out the window. And Rod comes back with, you didn't have any bleeding talent, did you? <laughs> That's the point he's making. It's a bit of a shit comeback, that, because he's already said, look, I wasn't as talented as you. Yeah, yeah you weren't talented. Yeah, that's what I said. I yeah, just said. You weren't. And now you brought me scotch, you dickhead, so I can't have any more healthy rides. <laughs> look, you smashed it everywhere. I'm going to have to lick that up off the floor if I want another healthy ride. Oh, well, so what? Oh, but- if I get some glass on me tongue when I can't play in the second half, it's not my fault, it's your fault. I'll be it's telling was... Clint Simons that you made me lick up glass at half-time. And he is won't he be happy, trust me. Is he? Where is he? Clint! Clint, <laughs> you won't believe what this cunt's done. He's dropped me drink. He's smashed me whiskey everywhere. I, I didn't, it's, he smashed me football whiskey. <laughs> I've only got one bottle of it. <laughs> I can't play now. Um, and Jake says, you're drunk. Right. You've had your chance. After this game, you're out. You're suspended. And uh, Rod just looks at him. I um, I am not so happy about this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, will I still get paid when I'm suspended? That's the this question. Is what, to be I'm, honest, this is what's out for the best for everyone. <laughs> I, I didn't mean, have another half in me. I've, I've come on. I've scored a goal. Uh, we're total up. I'm very tired right now. Uh, could you suspend me now, or, or just, or maybe, just have I got to play the second half? I'm looking at my contract. Um, he says you're suspended. Rod just looks at him, and then Jake says something about. Um, you're yesterday's hero, which is great because that crowbars the title of the film into the uh, into proceedings. Um, and then Jake uh, gives a bit of a team talk and he says, "You can play this lot into a concrete box." <laughs> what? Oh, that means, I don't know what that means. George Best maybe told Jackie to put that. No. Uh, he says, "You're going to need more than this at Wembley. I can tell you that." Um, second half they go out Rod's still playing he hasn't hauled him off or anything he's still on the field he's having a nightmare he's off the pace things are going wrong uh, probably needs his drink again, again it's like Popeye isn't it who we talked about in uh, was it last week's yesterday's here I can't remember anymore Maybe, yeah. but we were talking about Popeye and Popeye needs his spinach Rod Turner quite simply needs his horsey ride cocktail <laughs> 
to keep well, that's what addiction's like. You sometimes just you convince yourself that you cannot function without mm. the thing that you're addicted mm. to. So you think you're doing everyone a favour. You think, well, I mean, other people wouldn't understand. I wouldn't expect them to, but they don't understand that I won't be able to perform this task to mm. the best of my abilities without this horsey ride inside of me or spinach exactly. if you're Popeye. Or spinach. Spinach can be very addictive, I believe, especially when it's straight from the can. Um, That's when it's cream spinach, which, of course, is the nicest oh, type of spinach you can it's eat. Because it's mixed with cream. Yeah, so, I mean, anything hell. cream yeah. is nice. Yeah. Uh, right, so second half, he's not doing well, needs his drink, but they get through. It's full time. They're in the final. The Saints have done it. League One, we think, that League mm. One level, and they've made the final of what's, I think, what's just called the Cup. Fuck knows which <laughs> cup it is. I've got to guess it's the FA Cup. Um, and then in the dressing room, I'm just sorry, I was distracted by the fact it seems to be absolutely pissing it down outside. I thought we had some thunder. Unbelievable, no, it's May. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Got the fucking heating on yesterday. Ridiculous. Um, champagne in the dressing room. That's a bit hypocritical, isn't it, Jake? Hey, they're all in the bath. Bottles of champagne galore. Oh, but, yeah, um, but because it's champagne... That's allowed. Mm. Suddenly, whiskey's worse yeah. than champagne, is it? Even when it's mixed with orange juice for yeah. health purposes. So, uh, yeah, very hypocritical. John Watson's there in the dressing room. He's interviewing the players uh, in the bath. He's not in the bath. They're in the bath. Um, Watson says to gets Rod Turner over. Rod, what about the second goal? One of your best or what? Now, we've seen this goal, and Rod basically turned it in from across from about eight yards out. So I would say, no, probably not one of Rod's best goals. Very fucking matter-of-fact kind of goal. Yeah. Bog standard. Can you hear that? Can you hear that thunder? Fuck me. Nah? All right. Microphone might pick it up. I I do believe you, but I can't hear it. Okay, fine. One of of your best or what, which is terrible, terrible stuff from Watson. And Hmm. Rod just goes, fucking went in, didn't it? That's what counts. (laughs) Yeah, fuck, I can't fucking... I don't know what, what? you're talking about, Marty. The fucking goal. We saw, who scored a goal? Did I score a goal? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> okay, you're coming in this bath pal or what? Because we've got champagne here. We're having a right <laughs> lovely party. Come on, come on. Get your shit off and get in. Let's, let the dog see the rabbit. off. Got, you have to show everyone your willy if you want to get in that champagne bath. You want to be rules. one of the boys. You're going to have to get your tackle out. Come yeah, on. We all have to look at it. We won't touch it. You'll have a good look. And then once we've had a look, you can come in. And then we'll, we'll give you some champagne. No one's going to touch, touch your willy, John Mott, so we, you don't need to worry about that. We don't do that, but it's very, uh, come on, let's have a look at little Motty. Come on, give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, see, don't be embarrassed if you haven't got many pubes because some of the lads here don't either it's not, we've seen all sorts <laughs> we've heard that many of the commentators are not fully pubic we've heard that on the grapevine don't know how true it is it's Barry not a Davis. there's no Brian problem being ashamed Moore, let's just say that Brian Moore's head is a very big clue as to what's going on downstairs in the pubic region not a lot going on. Oh, it looks like, sorts of different it looks kinds like of pubic action arrangements. Man. You taping up his ass, they look like action man. <laughs> well that's Brian Moore. Lovely fella. 
bought no pubes. I don't find it being ashamed. God made all of his creatures in different forms, all of which are very beautiful in their own way. Whether you have a full jungle of pubic hair like myself, <laughs> or just a few wisps like dear old Brian Moore. Apologetic wisps. <laughs> That's the beauty of football, you see, is for everyone. <laughs> and football does not discriminate. You could have an absolute <laughs> fucking forest of hair down there. Absolute fucking rainforest. You could, you could, you could lose your pubic comb in there quite easily, <laughs> or you could have, you could be as smooth as the bonnet of a VW Beetle, like Brian Moore. <laughs> I, I do, we do not discriminate, but it's very important that you get it out so we can have a walk. Come on, Watson. Uh, come on. on. Everyone clap and sing along with me. Let's see Bossy's pubes. Let's see Bossy's pubes. <laughs> come pubes. on, Bossy. Come on, Bossy. Yeah, Show yeah, us all your pubes. <laughs> well, remarkable scenes here with the veteran, <laughs> Rob Turner, Leading the the of his fellow professionals in a bit to look at my pubic hair. I've seen a lot in football, but uh, this really does take the biscuit. <laughs> back to the studio, Frank Boff. No, back to you, John. Go on. Go on. Do it. Go on, John. It's all part of the fun. I do it. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I'll do it here in the studio right now. The producer's telling me my end not to do it. Well, okay, the offer's there. Just know that. I'll, I'll strip off and I'll put my leg up on this chair that I'm sitting on so you can all see. <laughs> Have a good fucking look. Right underneath the a, undercarriage too. That'll be, that'll be a grandstand for you. I, I'm sure you'll all fucking agree. Everything's ship shape and watertight. <laughs> underneath there, I keep good fucking care of it. I have to. I get it regularly serviced, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Professional valet, <laughs> full wax and buffing. <laughs> I get a full Rasputin done once a month. <laughs> Four woman wash, um, shampoo and conditioner. Um, so yeah, de louse with that powder they put on you when you go into prison. Stand in front of a when bunch you, of women, they felt oh, some de-lousing powder all over me. When you I love go it. to war. <laughs> I have them shave my head and de-louse me. <laughs> then I have them beat me with copies of the phone directory. <laughs> and rubber hoses. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it, you got to try things in life, Motty. Life's about experience. You, would, you wouldn't believe the beatings these balls have taken. <laughs> I got I sat in the I got this chair from Habitat dining uh, chair from Habitat with a uh, cane seat to it I cut the seat out using a just a standing knife so when I sat on the rim my balls were exposed and dangling below and um, I went to a sailing supply shop and bought a very large rope with a knot in the end of it and I, I had these ladies swing the rope upwards underneath the chair directly into my scrotum. It was utter, utter agony, Motti. But, but also, it was a visceral experience. And what are It was we? exhilarating. As human vessels other than a collection 
of experiences that we gather along the way. And I make no apologies for the fact that I am greedy for experience. I'll say this, there are a lot of men who joined me in that dungeon and a lot of them all went to boarding school and they say they just want to feel something, anything. Hmm. And testicular pain is what they go for. Nine times out of ten. Their mothers abandoned them, age six in some cases, sent them off to a, a ghastly hive of abuse in a cold Victorian building <laughs> out in the wilds of Scotland where they were ritualistically beaten and abused. Their mothers would write to them once a term in curt short sentences, <laughs> filling them in on the, the mundane goings-on back at the home. They felt terribly unloved, but that void was filled by agonising and excruciating acts being carried out on their testicles by sex workers later in life. Sometimes they would cry and call for mother. And we've just got the results in from the 415 at Wolverhampton now. <laughs> Rod's back at the game. Who's this talking? I like this fella. Who's, this, who's your mate? Who's down? that man talking over there on the camera? He's good, he is. You want to get him down here? Socks lost sense. I like him. <laughs> Bring him down one day. He, he's got a little bit more costal than you, mate. He'd take a fucking leaf out of his book. <laughs> he's got, sounds like he's got a lust for life. I like him. Can you, can you bring him along to the final? <laughs> we'll we'll all get the Thomas Marcus, I'll get him my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I promise the kid at the boys' home I'll get him a ticket. He can, he can fuck off. Get your mate a he's a bit boring, that kid. He's starting to bore me a bit. On and on and on and on and on. Can I have this? Can I have that? But your man there, what did you call him again? Boffy, was it? Good lad he is. Talking all about the rope in the balls and all that stuff. It's lovely stuff. <laughs> it's lovely stuff, that. It's good to hear. <laughs> I'm having a nice time at this club. It's better than the other one. <laughs> it's good, good fun. I'm, I'm having fun. And that's all oh. you can help for. I'm, I'm having fun. Oh, I've just realised I've been suspended as well. Oh, shit. I wonder if I can apologise or something. Getting the team again. So Jake uh, and Clint then enter. Motson goes off to interview them. Um, Motson says to Jake, uh, what about Rod's performance? They're saying it's the Turner of 10 years ago. Jake says, uh, let's not get carried away. Fucking hates the fact that any attention's been bestowed on Rod at all. And then... Good fun, because Clint's been interviewed. Clint Simon, Paul Nicholas, he's been interviewed. And two of the coaching staff grab hold of him, carry him over to the bath, and they chuck him in uh, with his clothes on and all of that. Um, and then Watson continues the interview. He's a pro. Continues the interview while Clint Simon's in the bath and the players are covering him in shaving foam that they've somehow smuggled in. Are the players having a shave? Or are they shaving each other's pubes? What's going on? Fat What's the nice. shaving foam all about? Don't know. But uh, there we go. Um, I reckon we should leave it there. For now. Um, There's a, I just uh, got distracted because um, oh, I mean, yeah. people might be listening to this way in the future. Mm-hmm. But we're talking on the 10th of May 2021. Has some news broken? Yes, some breaking news that a whale is in the River Thames right by my house. <laughs> Barnes Bridge. Oh! It's on the BBC website. 
And um, I'm a bit peaky today, as I've told you. I feel like I've got a bit of a temperature, a few aches and pains. Yeah. But I'm going to have to go down and take a fucking you look at this whale. Absolutely need to get down the train and maybe ride it out to sea, Sam. I'm going to guide it back to freedom. Like Jonah, whoever or, uh, he was. Or Nutkins. He went down and whenever Nutkins heard about a distressed whale, he'd just jump straight in the he car and go to wherever it was, wouldn't he? Fantastic. Good stuff. Okay, then. Um... Look out for that on your uh, your Instagram feed, then. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's it from this one. We'll be back with more next week. Do not be afraid to ride life's whale. Or ride upon a horse. Ride a cock horse to Banbury Cross. 